0: Hi, I'm Melody. I'm Candy.
1: And I'm Gabe.
0: And you're listening to Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. We are so excited because we love it when we have a guest on Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises. And this time, it's Karen Pet Gooch. And we're so glad that you are here with us.
1: Karen, you know we just love you. We had you as a guest before. We liked it so much, we wanted you back.
0: So we need to get into the most important stuff first and talk about something we know is very close to your heart right now. Karen, how is it being a grandma? I am out of
2: my mind. I will tell you this. I have heard people talk about grandkids forever and grandparents always talking about it. And whoever invented the word grandchildren, they're brilliant because (laughs) that is exactly what they are. I'm telling you, when I held little Isla Grace for the very first time, I immediately fell in love. And every time Presley or Matthew will send me a picture of her, I kiss the phone. (laughs) Oh my word. She is so cute and so it's sweet. I just wanna eat her up. Um, and uh, but I am a Grammy. It's gonna call you green. They're called Grammy. They're gonna Grammy. Oh, granny, yeah, it was gonna be Granny, and then uh, Ricky and the kids said, You are not Beverly Hill, Benny, <laughs> and so they said, We just don't see you as a granny, but the dog calls me Granny, so I'll just always tell the dog, Come to Granny, oh. and uh, so Ricky oh. said, Well, just be Granny, that's a little better. So, uh, <laughs> but well, I like Granny, well, Karen, you know, I did honestly. That baby could call me anything, and, and I'll be fine. <laughs> I don't
1: know about all that, I think you would really rock. Having that uh, that rocking chair on the back of a truck going around Beverly Hills, <laughs> I think too. you would rock that. <laughs> I know that would be a great me. look for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that's so funny! But you know, I just—I'm telling you, I am going. I am going full force into into being a grandparent. That's for sure. Well, I can't wait. I'm two months away. (laughs) Yeah, Melody's getting close. Listen, I want to hear. I want to hear your voice after you see that baby for the first time, Melody. You'll—you'll never be the same. It is just so wonderful. And I'll tell y'all this: because we travel together, I always give the kids their space when they're home, so I don't. Really see them a lot during the week. Mm-hmm. and uh, But one week, I visited them three times in four <laughs> days. <laughs> I know you want to see, see the said, baby every day. It now. Listen, you're <laughs> never going to get rid of me.
0: Let me ask you this, because right before we called you, my mother is granny, To my kiddos. And Granny took Mm. one of them yesterday to Chuck E. Cheese. And Melody looked at me and said, (laughs) I am not going to be that good of a Granny. (laughs) She didn't want to take them to Chuck E. Cheese. But I say, when you get it, when that little baby gets here... Uh you're going to be doing whatever you can to make it happen. I'm sure I will,
1: except for Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs)
2: Hey,
0: listen, you will go
2: to Chuck E. Cheese. Listen, I I can't imagine the things that we're going to be doing, Melody. I'm serious. (laughs) Just because, I mean, honestly, that kid can have my house. Oh I mean, she can have my house, she can have anything I've got. I mean, she is just, she is just that precious out of my mind. And y'all,
0: she's the most beautiful baby in the whole world. <laughs> she is beautiful. She We've is. seen pictures <laughs> on Facebook. She is absolutely beautiful. Well, as the Aww. saying goes,
1: uh, if you knew grandkids were this much fun, you'd have them first, right?
0: Right. Yes. And, and you
2: know, I always said, well, I can't imagine that because i I love my, my kids so much. And, you know, I, I was one of those mothers that I was in with my kids 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And, but I'll tell you this grandbaby, my baby <laughs> having a baby,
0: it's a, Yeah, it's, it, it goes to a whole new level. <laughs> you know, I grew up having a great-grandmother in my life, and I remember her saying one time, if you think you love your kids, you wait till you have your grandkids. But if you think you love yeah. your grandkids, wait till you have your great-grandkids. Wow. But that, that love tank just keeps filling up over and over again. Mm-hmm. Well, Karen, real quick, two things. Tell me, as, as a grandmother already, and I've got it coming up here real soon, what would be your biggest piece of advice for me as a a grandmother I would just say be the grandmother be be uh, you know have fun
2: with that child let our kids raise their kids the way they feel like they need to Mm -hmm. and not the way we think they need Mm -hmm. to yeah Yeah. and I mean I told Matthew I said listen I'm probably going to overstep my boundaries of course I'm a mother and now a grandmother but you have to raise Isla the way you and Presley feel led to raise that baby Mm -hmm. and and I want to be here for advice but but I want to spoil this baby yeah. You know, I'm going to be, I'm going to spoil her and, you know, let them, let them do the spanking, you know, let them do the d- disciplinary, mm-hmm. you know, and let me be, just let me be, let me be the fun, the yeah. fun granddad, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I know that if I was keeping them every single day, keeping my grandkids, you I mean, of course you have to discipline them, but, but not to the extent that you would your own kids. I think treat them, treat them differently because you're not the parent, yeah. they are the parent. Yeah, so I guess that would probably be my one thing that I have really seen. You know, going through this process, you know, you know, I want to, I want to step and go. Oh, you need to do it this way. Mm-hmm. You need to do it this way.
0: But they, they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was a young mom, and Lindsay, my daughter, was just a an infant, and we were changing her diaper or something, and my mom kept telling me how to do it. You know, I'm like, Mom, I can change a diaper. You know, so uh-huh. I think, I think what you're saying too, it'll keep some tension away mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. that whole scenario too when you just let them be the, the parents and like you said, you be the grandma. So. Yeah. <laughs> Good advice. Yeah. Good advice. So let's switch gears for a moment and talk about something so exciting for Karen Peck and New River, your newly released album Titled 222. I'm looking at the titles of all the songs on the album. There's one I just would like to know kind of why it was written, why it's named this. And it actually cut number 10, I think, called Sheaves. And it says dedicated to Isabel. Well, um, yes. My, my daughter in law, Presley, she was 22 weeks
2: pregnant and she miscarried our little baby, Isabel. And I remember standing by the gravesite and just my heart broken. The kids are dead. Devastated, and it all happened so quickly. So, you know, fast forward to weeks later where there's just so much grief in our family. And, uh, and then, of course, my daughter-in-law, she um, buried her dad. And, I mean, a week before little Isabel was supposed to be born, her wow. dad passed away. So oh there's God. been a lot of grief there. Goodness. And so we were in Nashville. I woke up early and I had this text from a pastor's wife. And actually, it was Amanda Crabbe in Nashville. And she said, that she was praying at 5.30 in the morning, and this beautiful face of this young lady came to her mind, and she kept praying, and she realized that that was my daughter-in-law, Presley, which they had never met before. Wow. And that she started praying for Presley. She knew that Presley had miscarried Isabel. And she said that the old song, Bringing in the Sheaves, came to her mind. And she looked at the lyrics and, and realized that not only does sheaves rep- re- represent the harvest, you know, of course, when you're probably all you farmers that are listening would will, will know this better than me, but, but the sheaves do represent harvest, but it also represents grief because even though we will grieve, there will be a harvest of joy if we hang on and trust the lord and so she you know began to say your daughter-in-law will will see a better day and will have have joy in my son too of course so i got to thinking about that and i couldn't get away from it and i started just you know singing bring it in the sheaves, bring it in the sheep and and I started researching the song and it was written in 1874 from an evangelist. And I fell in love with the story. So I called my writer friend, Dave Clark, and I said, Dave, I think we've got something here. We need to take the old hymn, bring it in the sheaves and we need to write about it. Mm-hmm. And we need to, we need to just, you know, and, and I want to do a whole chorus of bringing in the sheaves during this song somewhere. And so we really worked hard and, We pulled in a a third writer, Michael Farron, and on the second verse, Dave Clark, he wrote this second verse while he was battling COVID, and he was very, very sick. So that even makes it more special to us as well. But whenever we wrote the song, I knew it was going to be special. I will have to say, too, that I wanted to dedicate it to Isabel just because that was solely what inspired the writing. Mm song. Mm-hmm. But then this week, whenever the album released, we were in Nashville and it, it was just such chaos about the, the whole day because we were so busy with the release of the, the record, at, at, especially at our, at our uh, record label. Of course, Presley's home with our new little baby, Isla. And, uh, and I want to say this, when Isla Grace was born on January 7th, the Lord reminded Presley and Matthew that while they were holding their little baby a year prior that God promised them they felt in their hearts that God promised that they would be back in that hospital holding another baby mm-hmm. uh, you know and and um, so here Presley and she was home uh, this week and she wrote a post on Facebook for anybody that wants it I shared it on my page as well Karen Tech gooch and or Presley gooch you can go on and read her post and it just honestly out of all of the chaos of the day that was my favorite post simply because it was so therapeutic for her I think that this song was healing for her and for Matthew and uh, to the point to where she, for the first time since this all happened, this is the first time that she's ever written absolutely, completely how she felt during all of that. Mm. And uh, since then, there have been so many people that have reached out to her. So I really believe that God has a plan for this song. And I do want to encourage all of the listeners to know that, hey, you may hit a really, really hard. Time in your life, but God will bring you joy and you will reap,
0: you will reap a harvest of joy. So just be encouraged. Such a beautiful representation of beauty from ashes, Mm -hmm. isn't it? God is so good. He is so faithful. Well, Karen, we're excited about uh, the album. I know so many people are. It was all the buzz on social media and we're proud of you and just want to say congratulations, not just for that album, but just for your ministry. It is you are just uh, you are set apart and uh, God has certainly blessed you in abundant ways and not just with singing, but just with who you are. And so we just want to say we love you and we thank you. And I know there's even greater things to come. So we thought a great way to end the podcast would be to play that song from the 222 album from Karen Peck and New River, Sheaves.
1: of sorrow that seems so heavy shadows even when our strength is almost gone holding to the promise God knows what we are facing and he will turn our sorrow into song so can sheaves bringing in the sheaves we shall come shall come rejoice Thanks for listening to the Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises podcast with Melody, Candy, and Gabe. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. You can learn more at joyfm.org. Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today.